Welcome to email list profit secrets. If you're a coach, consultant, course creator, you want to make it rain with your lists. So I made this podcast for you because you probably want to know how you can get more customers, how you can make more per customer and keep coming back with the power of the pen. And I'm bringing on different guests who have a different stages of their list building journey. And my guest today has over around 350,000 YouTube subscribers. And I brought him on because his list building journey is full of ups and downs. And I think it'd be really inspirational to hear his story. His name's John Sonmez. He runs Bulldog Mindset. So I'm interviewing everything from like what he's doing now, what he did in the past, uh, like what he's focusing on to, to drive more traffic because that's his main priority right now. So if you're interested in those things and like what he's done before to like drive sales and stuff to his list, why bring your conversation in a short amount of time? So I uh, hope you enjoy my episode today with John Sonmez. Hey, what's going on? This is Jules Dan from Emailist Profit Secrets. I'm joined by John. John, I'm joined by John. I'm joined by John Sommez from the Bulldog Mindset YouTube channel. And we're here to talk about building, monetizing a list, the challenge along the way. John, thank you so much for coming on the show today, bro. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. Hey, so I've seen you've been creating content on YouTube for a while. So I, I, I'm pretty sure you understand the power of evergreen content and using that to grow your list so could you give me a little bit of a rundown of like uh how you first got started building your list with the power of youtube and what that journey's been like building your business along alongside of it yeah sure so i mean i first started actually building my list when i had a blog i had a blog called simple program i still have that blog but that was kind of what my audience was then and uh, one of my entrepreneur buddies, he kept on saying, oh, you know, you need to get an email list. I'm like, well, that's, I don't know, that's silly. Like, why do I need an email list? Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so, uh, finally I was like, okay, fine. You know, I'll, I'll do this. I created a, a lead magnet, this, this opt-in. Actually, I, I gave away a whole course because I, you know, I wanted to create a really good lead magnet mm-hmm. and it, it, um, and, and I ended up getting a list of, you know, about, about a few thousand people. And, um, and when, uh, you know, and then I, I, I said, okay, well, let me try launching a product to this, this list. And I didn't expect it was my first product. I didn't expect much to come out of that, but, um, I actually, uh, launched a, a $200 product and ended up making like $25,000 in a few days from this, this list nice. of 3000 people. I was like, wow, there's, there's something here. Right. So, so that was actually kind of the first, my first, uh, foray into, into list building. And then, and then eventually when I started my YouTube channel, then I realized that, you know, one of the best things I could do with YouTube was to actually use that to grow my list as well, because, you know, trying to communicate or trying to sell something over YouTube, people do it, but it's so much easier once you have someone on the list. And most of the people that, you know, visit the YouTube channel, they just visit it one time, they're not coming back. And so capturing their email information was, was, was good. So, um, so I, I started to figure out how could I adapt that strategy that I was using with my blog to email. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and what I found the most effective so far has been to offer a quiz, right? To say, you know, on my Bulldog Mindset channel, hey, if you want to figure out what your Bulldog score is, go over here, you know, go to bulldogmindset.com or click the link in the description below and, uh, and you can take this 10-question quiz. Yeah. Yeah. And has that evolution been very streamlined or has it been like, because I know, so here's a problem, right, that I've seen with some of the past clients is that their offer is really, really good, but then their free offer on the front end is misaligned. And then they're like, why am I not getting sales on the back end? So was it like a a bit of a, a play around between the front end and then changing, you know, the back end offer? Or did you just hit it straight out of the gate with your quiz? Yeah, with, with the quiz, it's been it's been interesting. 
uh, you know, I've, I've sort of changed my tactics, but initially when I, when I launched that, I had the quiz, which basically led into uh, a product, which is the Bulldog Mindset membership, which is a month, mm -hmm. monthly membership. Yep. And the way that that worked is the quiz, you know, basically had 10 questions, which gave you a score at the end, like this yep. Bulldog score. And then what would happen is that after you filled out the quiz, uh, you would get an email that gave you your score and then give you a breakdown of the score, you know, basically saying what it meant. And then um, I would send out a sequence of emails saying, you know, if you want to understand in depth why I asked these exact questions on the quiz and how they pertain to your, you know, mental toughness or being a bulldog, you know, here's some videos. And so I would send, you know, th three videos. Yeah. And then the third video was one that, you know, basically pitched the membership. So it, it kind of segued directly into that. And that mm -hmm. worked pretty well. I think, you know, uh, yeah, it, I'm not doing that exact tactic now, but when we first launched that, we had about a 5% conversion rate That's from, good. you know, w which I figured was, was, was pretty decent. So. Okay, cool. So you said it's adapted over the years. I've gone through your funnel as well. And correct me if I'm wrong. It looks like we've got the quiz and then we got a membership and then you've got your well that never dries coaching program. Is that a general gist of your of your offer uh, right there? Yeah. So right now what, what I've done is I've kind of deprioritized the quiz to the membership stuff because the membership is only like a $40 a month membership. Mm -hmm. And whereas the well that never runs dry a financial freedom program is, is a, a high ticket program. Yeah. So what I'm doing right now is, and, and I do need to utilize the email list more is I'm, I'm mostly pushing directly from YouTube to a book, a call link, which, uh, which actually at this point, I, it's something I've been reconsidering. I've been saying, well, maybe it'd be better if I do focus on the email list again and then and then send more uh, material before I, I ask people to book a call. So, right. um, but but yeah, it's, you know, it's, uh, it, I've been kind of playing around with that it's idea. Experimenting. I've seen other YouTubers for sure. Like they talk about the what, then the why and the how is sort of like a soft sell to a call. So what have you seen? Like the the numbers just aren't the best sending them from, from YouTube or have you just seen better in the past that they just need to be nurtured, get to know you better. And then that's when you make like making the ask is has a higher conversion rate when it comes to a call. Yeah. So for, for me, what happened was that when I first launched this high ticket program, right. I had a very high uptake rate, right. Um, from just from YouTube and, and from my email list. And then it sort of dried up. And so what I realized, at least this is my, my assumption is that, I had a very warm audience of people that had been following me for five, six years, you know, longer. And those mm -hmm. people were the, the, you know, the hot buyers, right. They, they, they wanted to buy. And so it was easier to push from YouTube to book a call. Right. But uh, what I'm finding now is that the audience that I'm reaching, I've already sort of reached those buyers is new people and, I think an email nurture is probably going to be the route that's going to make a lot more sense because they don't really know who I am from one video. They might not be ready to book a call yet. And so I'm, I'm probably losing a lot of those leads, honestly, with what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for being transparent about it. I mean, that's what we're here for on the podcast is not just to hear the wins, but also the struggles. So, so how do you think that you'll address this moving into the future? Yeah. Uh, what I, what I want to do is, in fact, I think it's it's better in, in general uh, is focus more on having a really, really strong, immediate benefit offer. 
that is uh, a lead magnet to the list, right? I think, you know, something that they get an immediate benefit for and then through the the list, uh, sending emails out to, to get to the book a call or the high ticket offer, or even perhaps not even having to book a call, right? Maybe I can develop a, a good enough email nurture or even pot potentially go to a automated webinar where where I can sell without having to get on the phone yeah. because I've built that relationship strong enough. Yeah. So for, for the listeners listening, John is pretty cool with trying out different things. So first off, he started out with a quiz just to, as like a form of list building because it's got that curiosity factor people want to know. But it sounds like, John, what you're saying is that maybe I should create a, a free resource that's more congruent with my high ticket offer so that people get a quick win out of this and they're like, okay, you know, this is cool. What are the next steps? And then from there, sending them through, you know, a nurture sequence, which would make more sense to book a call. Is that, does that sound about right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. And, it, and it, it's, you know, you've got me at an interesting time because what I'm doing now is sort of like rethinking my entire structure. So uh, I'm systematically basically mastering each area uh, at one at a time uh, from traffic generation to uh, offer and conversion to product. And right now I'm just focused on traffic generation. So I'm, I'm focused on creating the highest quality YouTube videos that I can seen, in order to really master the platform. And then once I achieve that, then I'll focus on the next step of the of the funnel, which is probably going to be figuring out, okay, how do I want to do this now? Do I want to take a, a lead magnet where I offer you know a, a free resource that is connected to financial freedom or maybe do I want to even change the back end and offer mail transformation that might be a better fit for my videos and in my audience anyway. And so I've kind of, I'm kind of deferring making those decisions until I get traffic mastered at this point. So, right. So before you sort of, you know, start being like, I'm going to take the list seriously. Let me just nurture it right now. I've seen you, your challenge was to create 10 high production videos to see mm -hmm. like, like where am I going to, who's my audience or who's my new audience that I want to attract and then sort of see where the analytics go from there. Is that? Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah that's, that's kind of the idea. And the, and the idea is basically, you know, I, I, in my, in my opinion, tra of the three elements, traffic is the hardest one. Right. And so what, you know, I, I want to base everything off of traffic because that's, that's the thing is like, I could have, a perfect market offer and, and sales process and I can have a great product in the back end. But if I don't have traffic, those, those things are, are, are worthless. But if I have a lot of traffic, I can always create an offer that that traffic is going to buy in, in a system for selling that offer. Yeah. You, you bring up a really good point because I've actually worked with another YouTuber and what they had, what they did was that each video was solely driven at fixing a quick win, but then the quick win was okay this is important but what's even more important is this thing and if you want to get help with that that's a lead magnet and then that basically started the sales process and then instead of like i don't know does this happen with you and youtubers like they want to feel like they're selling out to the audience feeling like i'm this friendly charismatic person and then being like buy my stuff buy my stuff yeah i think there's there's some of that it's like you know um, it's what I, I guess Stephen, Stephen Pressfield w would call the difference between, a, you know, being an artist and a hack, right? It's like, I don't want to be a hack, right? You don't want to yeah. like create the thing just for selling the thing. But at the same time, you know, you, you need to, you know, sell to the audience. So that's also why I'm also kind of starting to shift back towards the lead magnet because it's, 
completely free value at that point and then doing the, the harder selling on the back end so that um, I, I kind of feel like, you know, and, and I'm kind of experimenting with this, but as I'm making this call to action to book a call, it feels like it's uh, it's a little bit still uh, too much of uh, like, you know, people know it, 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 I guess back before everyone was selling high ticket offers, when you offered to book a call, it didn't seem like a sales call, but everyone knows it's a sales call now. Yeah, so it doesn't matter what you call it. <laughs> exactly. Whatever you call it, strategy session, whatever it is. So it's, it's almost seems like it's better to go back to reverse the trend and say, all right, Hey, here's something that's just totally free value. Like for example, the next video that I'm working on right now, this mm -hmm. is a great example. Mm -hmm. um, I'm doing a video called the 52 books that will absolutely transform your life this year. Yeah. Right. Perfectly and, uh, it's, Exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. So the, so the video is going to be basically, I'm not going to go off overall 52 books in a, uh, in a video, but I'm going to pick 10 of those in different categories. And then I'm going to say, okay, hey, you know, if you want to get all 52 books and do this challenge where you read one book a week, I'm going to give you a checklist of these 52 books that you read in this order and you can get it for free. And so that's going to be a perfect lead magnet to grow the list. And it's, mm -hmm. it's, it, it's congruent with, you know, no one who watched that video is going to feel like, oh man, John tried to sell me on something. They're going to feel like, oh, this is like, it's just more value. Like it, it adds to it instead of takes, takes away from the video. So exactly. I love it. So it sounds like you're really excited behind it. I can see like your passion behind this and obviously you like reading as well. And I think it's a sexy yeah. lead magnet. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on. Uh, because this is super important when it comes to list profit and building as well, is that the biggest frustration I'm seeing is that you might have the best copy, you might have the best strategy, best traffic strategy, but if no one is actually seeing the email and they're either going to promotions or spam or whatever, it's like not landing or people giving you crappy emails, it's like, what's the point, right? So I'm curious right. to see from your perspective, John, what are you doing to make sure that it's actually landing like deliverability and the hygiene of the list is circling through well, because I think this is going to really help out the listener who might be trying to build theirs, but they're wondering, you know, why is my message not landing? Cause this, this is actually a really important part. Yeah. Yeah. So there, I have a few different strategies on this. Uh, one of the, the first, I think it, it begins like this, uh, which is, well, it, it's kind of funny. Cause I, I kind of drew this from, uh, I, I did some dating coaching. I still do a little bit of dating coaching. And I always tell guys, guys would always be like, man, you know, I get a girl's phone number and then she never texts me back. Like she goes to me when I text her and I'm like, well, the problem is not like what you're texting her. It's before that even happened. Right. Mm -hmm. It's because the conversation you had when you got her phone number, she, she just gave it to you. So you would go away. Right. Or, or she wasn't mm. really sold on you. And so uh, it's the same thing. I think when someone gives you their email, right. It, you know, they, they might, if they're just getting, giving you their email just to get this thing, because, Hey, you put this, this wall up and now they have to type in their email. They're going to put junk emails in first of all, a lot of the time and a lot. And other times they're like, I didn't really, really want to sign up for this thing. As soon as I get the email, the thing I'm going to unsubscribe, or I'm just not going to open up these emails. And so I think, uh, the first thing I'm trying to do is trying to create, just like we just talked about with that video, right? Someone who gets that 52 book list uh, and watches that video, they're going to be sold on. They're like, this is cool stuff. Like I, I'm, I, I want to get this email. I want to see. And, and also what is the next email that he's going to send? So, um, you know, and that's kind of the, that, that strategy is to, to like give it so that, you know, when, when you get that first email, when, when someone gets that first email, they're going to open up that email, right? And they're going to download the thing or whatever it is. And they're going to read that email. And so that email has to be extremely value-driven and compelling. 
and hopefully tell them about the next email that's coming because that you know that that's going to get them to continue to open because whatever your open rate starts at uh that's the highest it's ever going to be exactly <laughs> right and the, whatever your first and then the second email and the third email whatever the, it's always going to go down from there so if you can keep your first email open rate high and the second one high and the third one high then that's going to uh, inform the, the entire list open rate so that's the first thing i do um the second thing is that uh, I actually test the the deliverability um, using some, uh, uh, I've tried a few different tools, but uh, they create these kind of um, test accounts and then you can you can send the email to, mm -hmm. to, the, uh, to the test account and, and make sure that you're getting the deliverability on the different email platforms. Um, and then, uh, and then, uh, you know, obviously the, the basic stuff, like setting up your SPF and, and DKIM records and all, all that, uh, that stuff. And then I, I've got a, a tool that I use to check those as well to make sure that it's, I'm, I'm not dropping anything there, but, um, but yeah, that, that's the main, main things that, that I do. Oh, and then one other thing is that, um, for example, for the quiz, right? So that bulldog mindset quiz, if you, mm -hmm. if you take that quiz, right, you'll get a score. And then I believe that that at right now I have it set up so that, if you want to know what that score means, you have to email me and ask me to send you the score. And so there's an automation I have set up an active campaign that as soon as someone replies to that email, then it's going to send them a breakdown of the score. Yep. So they have to actually reply back to get it. And then, you know, if they've replied back, then they're not going to go to a uh, promotions folder. That's really cool. Gonna, yeah. Exactly. So, and so there's, that's the great thing about the reply, right? So you're sending positive signals so that your deliverability is higher, but, yeah, if you're quick on those replies, you can turn them into a conversation, which then turns into mm -hmm. like, what's going on? Like, why why is this going on? Oh, well, and they might, not every time they're going to divulge. And, you know, sometimes I've just used that conversation to then turn that into a broadcast, which is then made sales for clients or whatever. But you can make a direct sale just from that. So I love that strategy you're using right there. Okay, so we figured out Thank you for being transparent with your current traffic strategy and then what you're trying to shift to on your offer. I think this has given you know really good perspective for someone who's got about 350,000 subscribers on YouTube. How many people on your list roughly? Uh, so I've got two lists. So for the, it's kind of weird because the YouTube channel switched. It was simple programmer. Now it's Bulldog Mindset. Yeah. So the simple programmer list, I think has about 60,000 people on it. And then the Bulldog Mindset one has about uh, 20,000 active, right? Yep. So I think there was like 80,000 that have signed up, but I've pruned the list quite a bit. So Yeah, yeah. So for the listener, I'm asking this question from John, just to give you perspective, like if, if you're in your beginning stages or intermediate, like John's been doing this for years, so try not to compare yourself. I'm just here to show you the journey that he's been going through. Okay, cool. One last question I want to wrap up. I want to make this concise, uh, these episodes, so people don't really fall asleep when we get like to the meet. Uh, yeah. what, what is, we might've just covered this, but what's something like a challenge or a goal that you're working towards in the next six months? Yeah. I mean, the big one right now is, is mastering traffic, right? Getting to a point that I can consistently know that I can put out video content and get, um, get traffic on it. Yeah. Okay, cool. And you're doing that with your high-end video production. Are you? I'm just curious. Are you going to continue doing that? I mean, you said I've set a challenge of ten, but I know there was yeah. a lot of work that went into those. You explained it in your last one. Yeah. So, so the idea is sort of like the the way that I I work through things is I have this framework I call the gap framework, which is goal, um, 
aspiration process. And so, and that's what I talked about it in some of those videos, but, but to make it kind of short, uh, essentially the idea is that something like this, uh, I've had this as an aspiration, I've accomplished the aspiration, but in the process of creating these super high quality videos, I've developed a process for doing this and I've made it simpler. So creating the first few of them was really, really hard, right? Um, it, it's still difficult to do it, but now it's it's systemized where I can I can still do this with with this with a, a fraction of the effort. So exa for example, like let's say making the first couple of videos took me a hundred percent effort. Now it might take me twenty percent because right. I I know I'm a videographer. I know how to write scripts. I know how to do all these things, do the edits and stuff like that. And so I'm going to put that into a system and then move on to the next goal. Uh, while, while that one just goes into maintenance mode, and that's how I kind of operate is master something and then put it into maintenance mode. It, uh, maintenance mode. And I think a lot of people screw up because they don't master something first. And and I learned this language or this lesson from trying to learn Italian, where I got the Pimpsler courses and I did that yep. every day, every morning for, you know, uh, a year. And then I went to Italy and I couldn't speak hardly any Italian at all. And I was like, I wasted a whole year because I didn't just focus on this thing. Whereas there's people that learn a language in 30 days or 20, you know, or, or two months or, you know, whatever it is, because they just immerse themselves in it and they just focus 100% on that. And so if you did that, then you could get it done and then you could put it into maintenance mode and you wouldn't have to keep on doing it. So that that's one, one thing that, that lesson that I learned that I, I try to apply now is just master something to absolutely, and then put it into maintenance mode and make it just a habit. It doesn't require as much resources. I love it, dude. I love it. Um, I'm actually learning Spanish right now before I go to Mexico. So I'm going to be immersing myself in that. So I can go straight yeah. into maintenance mode. Hey, so I know your lead magnet not, might, might not be ready, but it might be ready by the time this is out. Do you know the domain uh, for that limit or if there's anything else you would like to talk about perhaps in terms of uh, something you got to give away, uh, you're more than happy to share right now. I mean, I would say if you just go to bulldogmindset.com, there will definitely be a pop-up that comes up. Uh, it'll probably be the bulldog quiz where you can take the quiz. It's just 10 questions and then you know you can see how my whole funnel works there and and also it's it's uh interesting to know what your mental toughness score is basically your bulldog score so yeah cool well john thanks a lot for coming on sharing your story and thanks a lot for coming on the podcast dude yeah yeah thanks for having me boom you made it to the end well done you should get a medal hey have you ever uh, taken a pump with like an agency or with someone like me like a copywriter and it's taking forever to get back. Maybe you just want to launch like an ad campaign, completely fell flat, they lied to your face, and you're like, fuck, I just want to do this myself. But then when you have to sit down and actually write the campaign, you're just like, what the hell do I do? Well, I fixed that, and I fixed it out of a lot of frustration after reviewing 100 Facebook ads for a client's client. They keep giving me turds. I can't polish turds, as my mentor would say. <laughs> so what I did was I created a system using ChatGPT to give them B, B plus level campaigns. So they can go from a lead to a booked call. And it's basically how you can clone your voice, make it sound like you find, skip all the research that would take an agency or someone like me a lot of time and money to do. Sure, it's not AA plus level. I'll give you that flaw. But BB plus, not a bad starting point. So if you're looking to launch a campaign, like with ads or anything else, all the principles, anything else, like maybe it's not ads, maybe you just want to do like emails and stuff, all the principles for writing, like ChatGPT copy that's decent, BB+. Plus. I created a free mini, free mini course where I walk you through that. It's gonna show you everything from cloning yourself, 
how to get endless test variations, how to come up with big ideas, like really good stuff that actually like genuinely bring in results. I remember one of my clients who went through this, he started out not knowing how to know write copy, three different variations of this, and he generated 600 leads in a month, which is crazy from the first ad. I wish I could show you that first ad. Privacy reasons, I cannot. However, if you would like to get this free ChatGPT uh, mini course, can't promise you're gonna get A level copy, but BP plus, we can settle with that. It's in the link down in the description below. This mini course, the ultimate crash course into combining how to think like a pro marketer and using ChatGPT to really speed things up.